my question for you right now is is it easy to forgive or how hard is it to forgive in your own perspectives how hard is it to forgive I just need people to answer I'm not going to call nobody please don't make me call on anybody because if I will everybody in this place will answer get it proceed Personally, I would say it's not. Stand up while you're giving words. <laughs> I would say it's not. It's not easy to forgive. Sometimes it depends on who you have to forgive and how close they are to you. But recently, I've taken this phrase or quote: "Expect disappointment, and you will be disappointed." So since I take it that way, if you do something that hurts me, I mean, by the whip or by the spirit of the Lord, I can forgive you, but forgetting is going to be hard, but I will forgive you. Thank you. Give her a clap off for All the cops are here, they belong to Jesus, right? Like I say, I'm going to say this. All the, when I say clap for someone, the clap ultimately goes to Jesus, right? Why? because the glory is never hers do you get it so when she answers it, that glory goes to God and so is your clap and a clap is an offering may I tell you and God does not like nasty offerings you know one day we'll go into that story of Cain and Abel um, but he doesn't like offerings that are not pure hearted right? so when I tell you guys to do things like clap clap with your heart. I'm telling you for a reason. You get it? Men. One to two. She gave one for a woman. Two. Trinity. Father. No, she'll go. She's the Holy Spirit. We'll give Father. Who wants the answer? Is it easy to forget? Oh, that's not general. For me, it takes patience. Because if I react in that moment and I let my flesh act out, I won't forget it easy. But if I take the patience and I take it to God, it'll be easy for me to forgive. Right. Ah. And if you got an answer, you know, they can just pass the mics around. It's not, you know, just one mic on different sides. So just one more person, please. Let's keep this thing moving. It's time, time, time. Hey, man. No, stand up, stand up. When you give an answer, stand up. Hey. Oh, please. Okay, okay, great. If you are here, sorry, you do it. Forgiving someone isn't easy in itself. It depends on what the person did and like how close the person is to you. And like what she said, and like I can always forgive someone, but it's hard to forget what they did. Okay. No clapping. I don't really see the point of me holding something against you, you know. Um, 
I think you gotta look at it from a different point of view. Like, you never know what people go through, so they're gonna do things that they never would actually really be doing to you. So I just forgive them. All right.
4, 20 through 21, and then 23 and 25, okay? Now, when you're ready, when I call on you, you're going to have Philippians 4, verses 6. Brent, I got it right this time. I'll give you Luke 23, verse 24. Then Kwame, you can have Matthew 6, 14 through 16. to my words incline your ear to my sayings let them not escape from your sight keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flows the springs of life let your eyes look directly forward and gaze be straight before you this is the word of the lord amen, amen. hallelujah and i'm going to give you a chance to read it for yourselves Get your Bibles out. It's very, very important. Just two minutes. Read it for yourself. Let the word enter into your heart. There's a blessing in seeing the word. When you see the word, you see Jesus Christ. Jesus is the word. every area of our life. 
Let me slow down. Somebody say slow down. Sometimes I get ahead of myself because I'm excited. I love this word because it's dear to me. Even your teachers. I'm going to ask them a question. Is there people that you guys have to forgive? Turn around and look at them. Is there people that you guys have to forgive in your life? If you can't, just raise your hand. Hey, I'm going with you. I'm free of forgiveness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but they're not free from this word. This word is free. It's for everyone. May I say A lot of people think that unforgiveness is just a heart issue. But unforgiveness is also stored within your mind. Like, how many people have been in a case where, you know, a certain friend does something to them, right? You know, you're cool or whatever. Then somebody talks about the friend and you remember what they did. You're like, ah, this person. Your memory is from is in your mind. Your memory is in your mind. You know, that's why it's important to remember the Lord. Because Satan doesn't operate in your heart. He operates in your mind. And if your mind is not free, he tends to pick the things in your mind that he can pollute, he can convert. And he captures you right in your mind. Sometimes you feel like you're crazy. These mental issues like depression, depression is not, it's not, it's not rooted in your heart. It's never in your heart. It's rooted in your mind. It's rooted in your mind. And a lot of people think that unforgiveness is a heart issue, but sometimes we think it more than we feel it. We think it more than we feel it. Like, how can I forgive this person? Sometimes it can even be out of our hearts and we still hold it within our mind. How many people have been mad at someone, forget that you're mad about this person? You like you don't feel the madness anymore, but you want to be mad. Like, ah, I want I just want to be mad at this person. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. <sighs>
Bible also tells us that Jesus gives us a peace, right? And this peace, this certain peace surpasses our own understanding. Have you heard that verse before? He said, my peace I give to you, not peace of this world, right? Because who here has like leaned on another thing to get peace? Let's just call them out a bit. What are some things that you have leaned on to get peace outside of Jesus Christ? Let's call them out. Uh, who? Social media, ooh, that one. Friends. Games, ooh, that one for me, 2K. Peace, and I'll tell you. That's it, cool, cool, cool. You know, as you grow old, There's nothing else. <laughs> That's the closest thing to the, to the Lord. If you're asleep, nothing, you don't think of anything. But I want to tell you, we dream. <laughs> when that sleep turns into some things, then you won't even want to go to sleep anymore. Do you like losing in games? When you become a loser in a game, you won't even want to play it anymore. When your friends turn on you, how hard is it to be a friend? When people are not for you, how hard is it to trust in people? You know, when the music is playing and then somebody offs the music, where's the peace? Jesus never fades. He never ends. I know why I'm going this way. Please, just follow me here, okay? Trust that I'm going somewhere. Praise God. Who here knows the story of Lot's wife? Or Lot, may I say. Yeah, the woman that got turned into salt. Y'all know it? If you know it, raise your hand. Praise God, praise God. Some Bible scholars in here. All right, well, for the people that don't know, right, Lot was the brother of Abraham. Everybody has to know Abraham. Abraham, raise your hand. It's like, <laughs> praise him. You know, his name is not only his name, it's, it's within his spirit. But Abraham was a man who was very pleasing to the Lord. I'm not going to go into the story, but I'm going to give you the context. He had a brother, and his brother's name was Lot. And him and Lot could not be in the same place because there wasn't enough room in the place where Abraham and him was. So Lot was like, ah, my wife is nagging me. She said, I don't have space to cook. My babies are... Nah, but she left. They left. They went to a place called Sodom and Gomorrah. 
And Abraham, in being how good of a brother he was, the Lord told him, hey, I'm coming to destroy this city. They're too much for me. Right? So Abraham pleaded with the Lord. He said, if there's 10 people in this place, won't you spare their lives? 10 good people. So the Lord heard him. He was about to destroy it. The Lord heard him. He said, okay. I'm going to test these people and see if they're faithful to me and see if they're good people. He didn't want to just take the word of Abraham. So he sent angels and the angels went there and you know, they were in the form of human and they were like beggars, right? And essentially what happened was the angels asked them, hey, can we take in this, can you take us in before we get killed in this place? Because there's a war going on and stuff like that. And you know, and Lot being a good person, even though his wife was nagging, okay, 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 we don't want to take any people in here, right? Lot allowed them inside the house. God spared their lives. But Lot was given one instruction and he gave the instruction to his family. He said, the angel said, where you're going, continue to look forward. Don't look back. If you do, you will turn into a pillar of what? Guess what? This nagging one crying, 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 crying. Ladies, I'm telling you, in the Bible it says that it's better to live on the top of a house than to be a nagging wife. Don't be a nagging wife. But this woman looks back, and guess what? And what happened to her? She turned into a pillar of salt. And guess what? She got destroyed. With the rest of them. Sodom and Gomorrah. But can I tell you a quick fact? In the days of Abraham, Sodom and Gomorrah was a some place be. Right? In the days of Joshua, guess what Sodom and Gomorrah ended up to be? The promised land. The land of milk and honey. If only she would have left what was behind behind, she would be in heaven to see. destruction into promise. Sometimes we try to hold on things that God is trying to destroy to build and reap and make better. But we hold it on. And we it's like we wonder why depression comes. 
wonder why we have so much issues in our lives. The Bible tells us that we should guard our hearts. Why? Because everything flows from your heart. I want to let you know. If the heart stops, there's no blood that's going anywhere, right? We all know in human form, in physicality, right? Maybe we're the bio, bio major, bio, bio. But can you give some explanation with the heart? Just a little bit. Oh, okay. Whatever. Somebody will be a doctor here one day. Oh, you want to give it? We don't care much. We're not even buy it, bro. Um, so essentially, what the heart has all these like veins that's flowing through them, right? And it pumps the blood. It's the one that gives the blood to everything. So imagine if <laughs> I'm just saying, imagine, right? There's a vein that goes to your head, to your brain, right? That vein turns from blood to apple juice. Will you, will you think straight? Huh? No, seriously, would you think straight? That's exactly what happens in the spiritual form. Everything flows from the heart, so whatever you harbor inside will come out. It will, you will live it. How many people want to live a life of purity in this place? Well, a lot of people here have a lot of heart checking to do. Heart dissecting to do. Heart cleaning to do. Well, I thought COVID is coming to me. And I'm going to call someone. Your parents promise you something and you don't see it. How does it make it? Pulls my, don't you promise me nothing if you can't give it to me. But if the Lord is faithful to give promises and execute whatever he gives, you will see it. But he cannot give a promise to one who tries to stay in a place that he's trying to destroy.
Is it 23 verse 24? Hey, wait, wait, wait. My phone, my phone, my phone, please. that Jesus said nah how can I be are you sure Luke 23 verse 24 
you have these hard talks with these people, it's like, dang, I don't have to hold this anymore. There's so much grief we carry, there's so much sin we carry, and unforgiveness. all things 
You know, there's two commandments, the greater commandments that the Lord has, they, you know, I think it was a disciple that asked him, maybe Peter, he asked him, no, 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 it wasn't Peter. But a man asked Jesus, he said, Jesus, what are the greatest commandments? One, to love your God. This is the first one. To love your Lord, your God, all your heart, your mind, and your soul. Right? And the second one is to what? Love your neighbor as yourself. Right? So sometimes even the question is, do you love yourself enough to forgive yourself enough to forgive? Do you want to free yourself enough to forgive? Like, we're so caged with anger and so many things because we we hold these things. What love does is it breaks the barriers of all things. It leaves you in a state of nothing but what it is. If you were filled with love, the way you operate would be different. The way you project, you answer, your response, it would be different. But because we hold so much within us, that's how we respond. Forgiveness, I didn't know. But it led me to a place where my house was broken into. You know, I used to sell drugs, and it's not small drugs. These are pounds of weed, pounds of marijuana, pounds. You know, I had about like, probably the testimony will tell you, right? I had about maybe. $40,000 just in the safe, right? Like, I lived the life. Like, fellas, I lived that life. <laughs> For real. Like, it's not no joke. That same unforgiveness led me to a day where one of my roommates that had also unforgiveness, he wanted to go and make some noise with one of the people at the gas station. That same patient, those people, they followed him. They didn't know. They followed him. And one day, they showed up to our houses. Three men. Masked up. One with two pistols, one with a shotgun, another one with a 49. I don't know if you know what a 49 is, but it's a kind of very long pistol. They took us all upstairs. They had a strip to nothing but boxers. The way they beat us, they wonder what was in the safe. Me, myself, my pride, we not uh, all the the sweat, the blood that I got for that money. If not for God, I'm telling you. So they, they did it. You know, my friend, they took him out. They beat him, pissed away with him, all that stuff, because they were trying to get in the safe. 
but everybody knew in our house, if you told, yeah, it's a wrap for you. Especially because I'm, I'm giving you everything. You know, they're trying to get this to safe, right? Boom, so next person. The one that they, that was rapping at the house called the, uh, the gas station, the king. Oh, the way they beat this guy. It was like bad. Like he had knots on his head. He lost four of his teeth. Like jacked up. His face was like this form. He spent two months in the hospital. Came to my turn. They already knew what was up. They like, oh yeah. He's the one. It may not have been for my friend that was supposed to come to my house before then I would have died because that's the truth. So when my friend was supposed to come to the house, I didn't tell you guys, but backstory, my friend was supposed to come to the house so we could play 2K and go smoke a little bit. So it came to my turn, right? That's the backstory. It came to my turn. And they like, we know the safe is yours. Slapping me, like I'm talking about open hand slapping me, spitting. Disgusting stuff, man. And they was like, I'm not, we not wasting no time. You gonna tell us this, the, the code to save? Well, that's it. And mind you, I had guns everywhere. Everywhere in the house. Shotgun, do you know what a eight gauge shotgun looks like? That's a pretty good gun, big gun, right? He put it in my mouth. He told me I'm gonna blow your brains out if you don't tell me in the next five seconds. He was counting down. By the time he got to two, my boy opened the door and was like, yo. Forgiveness brought me to that place. On that day, I still didn't give my life to Christ. Can you believe it? You know how many good times God has saved me? Jesus Christ is not for the Father, 
Yes, although God gets the glory of all things, it's really not for him. It's for you. It is for you. Forgiveness frees you not only from death on earth, but death in eternity. Like how how sad would it be to live a good life but just because we didn't forgive one person and God went to heaven he was like oh I'm sorry you didn't forgive this one person so I can't forgive you I have to judge you by what you've done and may I say the wages of sin is what to forgive if this one person start from the one text them hey God loves you I love you and I'm sorry for what I did and I'm sorry for holding the hurt I'm sorry for holding the pain but I love you and I'm allowing love to win even more but I, I ask you a question for that man everybody got somebody man everybody got somebody there's some people that isn't in this place that there's a friend that is a destiny helper for them but because they've holding on to forgiveness their destiny will be long till they get there it will be long for you to see your destiny because you hold on to forgiveness with this person me I'm telling you I don't speak before I see 